Hey there, my name is Priyash Raman and I would like to welcome you to the Your Trainee Program podcast. For those who missed it, Your Trainee Program is about making personal development accessible for you. Uh, today we will be talking about some interpersonal skills. As a matter of fact, we will be talking about self-disclosure uh, and also about the Johari model. How this model is going to help you understand how you manage relationships uh, with yourself and also with others and how that can help you build stronger relationships in the future. But first, if this is your first time listening to the Your Trainee Program podcast, don't forget to subscribe on the website www.yourtraineeprogram.com and be the first to receive the updates about personal development. Uh, and if you subscribe, you will receive my personal effective conversations cheat sheet. This cheat sheet is going to help you manage your conversations in a better way. It will help you understand it and will improve your conversations from there. But for today, we're going to talk about self-disclosure. So what is self-disclosure? For me, self-disclosure is telling people something which they don't know about me in order to enhance my conversation, my relationship with another person. I think personally that it are the people who are bringing the results and that it is not the processes or the rules or hierarchy which cause people to achieve result. It's people working together with people. So if it's people working together with people, it will help you to understand each other. It will help you to get to know each other and it will help you to get more results. To start with, I want to show you in a real life example of myself. Uh, actually, this was, this was the moment where, when I discovered self-disclosure. Uh, I didn't know of the uh, term self-disclosure, but I, uh, what I do know is that it was keeping me down. Uh, this was like four years ago and I was working like a business intelligence advisor. I was doing lots of works in reporting and dashboarding and uh, for that I was creating a lot of reports, dashboards, writing reports for the board of directors and stuff like that. I had a lot of interaction. I was talking with my, uh, with my manager, with my colleagues, with project managers, all sort of people. What my manager said at the time is that I should show people more of myself. I didn't really know what he was talking about at that particular time, but I went to thought about it because he was a person which I trusted a lot. Uh, and usually he said a lot of useful stuff. So I thought, why not give it a try? So what he really meant was uh, that I had to put some more of me into my, uh, into my advising role. And uh, what he was talking about is that uh, what, I, what I saw is that I was making a lot of great connections, but I was really connecting on the, on the surface. Actually, I was really talking about content. Uh, how, do, how does reporting work? How does it make your life, your job easier? And I was really nailing it on the content side. What I actually did then, uh, and what he also uh, said to me is, how do your uh, colleagues perceive you? So what do they think about you? And what I, what I remembered from those days is that a lot of my colleagues actually didn't really know me. They, uh, they, they knew my name, they know what I was doing, they know what I was good at. Uh, and it could have been me, it could have been someone else. I just get the, the job done and for that matter it was okay. But from the perspective of building relations, I wasn't quite spot on. Because it could have been me, it could have been someone else, it didn't really matter to them. And what I wanted to achieve, that I wanted to achieve that I was the go-to guy, the, the guy which, uh, which was solid for the job. 
but I wasn't achieving that uh, just with building content and being spot on with my content. So I, it got me thinking, what should I do now? What should I do next? And I started, about, I started to think about self-disclosure. How can I uh, get closer to those people and let them in? This was really the, the key part of it, letting them in. Because what I believed, why I, I, I acted like I did, because I believed that it was none of their business. My struggles, the things at which I found hard, wasn't their problem, it was mine. And I couldn't, could have, couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, I want you to think of a person, everyone, everybody knows such a person, which is always bragging about how well he, is, he or she is doing, uh, how perfect everything is. And I want you to think about how you feel about such a person. Probably you don't like them or you don't like the bragging. And you don't want to be that person. You want, I want to think also, I, I want you also to think about uh, a close friend, relative or family, which you really like. Uh, in, those, in those communications, you talk about a lot of different stuff, uh, things which are okay, which are fine, which are perfect, but you can also share things which you find difficult and hard. And that's, the, 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 that's why building, that is what building relationships is about. It's about equality. So first of all, what I did as an advisor is sit down with my colleagues and took more time to help them, to serve them and to get progression on both ends. So both for me and for them. And this means that I had really had to listen to them, but I also had to show interest in them more than only the report or the dashboard, but also for their struggles, why they need it, which they, what they find difficult and stuff like that. Second, uh, when I got closer to, to them, I saw that I could make a better connection. I could see what, what they were struggling about and also, which was the most difficult for me, I can show them why, what things I find difficult. Uh, and this was really hard for me. Uh, self-disclosure is, uh, self-disclosure is really hard for me because as a person, I'm not really open. Uh, I'm not really chatty and I like to have my private space and my private thoughts and stuff like that but that didn't really work in making connection with people. So what I did is I opened up to people. Uh, the great stuff I did, I kept doing it. I, I still delivered great report, reports, great dashboards and stuff like that. But aside from that, I was also, letting, I was also showing people uh, which I find difficult. If I uh, worked my ass off for, a, for, a, for a, made multiple hours, even after my job, uh, because I was having difficulties with something, I shared it with the people which it was for, and I said to them, "It was a real difficult, it was a real difficult project. I haven't done this before, so it actually was a hard job." The effect of this all was that people were liking me a lot more because I allowed them and I allowed myself to make a greater and more real connection with me. And I think the real lesson in this is that if you let people in, you will benefit from it and it will help you to create better relationships. Now let's get to the Yohari model. Uh, I want to explain this simple concept to you because I believe this simple model can help you understand your relationships a bit better. So the Yohari model was uh, invented by Joseph Loft and Harrington Ingham. Uh, that's why it's called Joe Hari, Joe from Joseph and Hari from Harrington. This simple model talks about how relationships and emotions are perceived by people in the conversation. 
Uh, it has four real simple quadrants, and the quadrants are the open field, the hidden field, the blind spots, then the unknown. I will try to talk you through the model real quick uh, and explain the four quadrants, but what we, are what we are aiming for is the hidden field, which is also called the facade, because that's where you can grow your influence. The open field is quite clear. It is about information which is, no which is known to you, but which is also known to the other. You can think of hair color. If I'm in a conversation with someone, they can see that my hair color is black. They know it, I know it, and therefore it's for the open field. The other quadrant is the blind spot. That's a bit more tricky, but if, you are, uh, that, if you're that far in your communication, you can search for the blind spots in your communication or in your behavior, because I believe that will, uh, you will gain the most from this uh, spot, because it's about behavior which you don't see yet and which others uh, probably perceive so if you ask them for it they can give you feedback on how you uh, your behavior is perceived um, the other quadrant is the facade or the hidden uh, spot and that is about stuff which you know which is known for you but is not known for your conversation partner and we have the unknown. The unknown quadrant is about stuff which is not known to you, but also not known for the other, and therefore is not really relevant for this episode. So if we zoom in a little bit on the facade or the hidden quadrant, uh, the hidden quadrant is about stuff which is uh, clear to you, but not unclear to the other. How can you use this to better your relationships? I'm going to give you a real life example of myself. Uh, in just a second, but I want you to really understand what it is about. Uh, it can be about shallow things uh, like uh, where you live, what your second name is, uh, what the name of your cat or dog is, or whatever. But it can also be about you personally. A lot of people uh, really like it if you open up to them because they can relate to you. Uh, it's also the way we work. A lot of your friends, colleagues, family perhaps you like them because you can relate to them you can relate to their uh, struggles but you also can relate to the good things in life so i want to take you to this example of mine in which i used self-disclosure to help a colleague of mine it wasn't that i had anything to gain with self-disclosing something about myself uh, but she was struggling with a particular issue and i thought if i tell her something about my uh, own struggle it will help her uh, it was not very long ago, I think it was like two or three months ago, uh, and I was having a coaching conversation with one of my colleagues. She is this manager and she has like a span of control of 10, maybe 15 people, and her employees love her. They simply love her. She does everything for them and she makes life and work better for them. So her struggle was with this uh, guy and she had to do an interview with this person. Uh, and the problem was that she felt intimidated by him because he is, it was a real slick person. He had a suit, a tie, shiny shoes, uh, you name it. And uh, she, was, she felt intimidated by it. And I was asking her why she felt intimidated by it. And she replied that he was really good looking. Uh, he seemed like he knew it all and stuff like that. What I asked her is why he, she didn't ask that question to him. So she, she asked me, what isn't he capable of? And I thought it was a real great question. If someone's appearance is that shiny, someone's resume is this perfect, what can't he do? 
And she replied to me, that, is, is that a question I can ask him? And I said, of course, why not? If that's what you're worrying about, then ask the question, why not? And she told me uh, that uh, she, she felt intimidated by him and that she thought that she was at the lower end of the conversation compared to him, which is actually crazy because she is a, special, a specialist in her field. And that's what I told her. What was really funny is that she said, when I asked her those questions, that these things are natural to me. She said, when you do it, when you talk, when you, have, when you are having conversations, it looks like your second nature, which is, of course, a big compliment, but I also worked for it, of course. Uh, and that's what I told her. Uh, I chose to open up to her and show her some of my struggles. So what I told her is that what she was seeing right now was a result of hard working of the last four years and that the, the feelings and the, the, the struggles and the intimidating isn't unfamiliar with me. I have had the same feelings. Uh, four years ago, I was just telling you, I had these clients and I was insecure about what to do, what to say, if it was, uh, if it was okay. Uh, and I tried to be perfect, but I was not. So in this simple example, I, I decided to, to self-disclose and to tell her something more about my personal space. Uh, going back to the Joe Harry model, it was for her, it was hidden. I knew that my presence is uh, built in four years in which I have worked in different roles and where I had the opportunity to develop my communication skills. She didn't know that. She just knew me for like five or maybe six months. And that is what she knew. She hasn't seen uh, the Priyash uh, from four years ago. So I decided to tell her and what, what happened then was really magical. It, her eyes opened up. Uh, it was almost like she was watching water burn. And she was so surprised. And she asked to me, you? You had difficulties conversating with people, asking questions, uh, being insecure. And I, I, t I told her, yeah, of course, I, I have the same struggles. I've overcome them because I don't think they're always right. Uh, and it, it doesn't hurt anybody to try uh, overcome those struggles. And what happened from there was phenomenal. She decided to go into the conversation. Uh, she was really secure about what to say and what not to say. Uh, and she was really satisfied with the result. Uh, she got a lot of great feedback from other colleagues about how she did it and, and how she was growing as a manager, which is, of course, great for her. To not drift away too far from this subject of self-disclosure, uh, this shows that telling people something about you, something about your hidden uh, quadrant, something about your uh, what you know about yourself and they don't know it about yourself yet, can help you gain better relationships with other people. And that's just because people make connections with other people, not with processes, not with organizations, not with logos, but with other people. So that was actually it for today. And I hope you have really learned something about self-disclosure and how opening up to other people will help you to create more effective and more deep relationships with other people, which makes, which makes you more effective in the end. 
Before I end this episode, I want you, I want to leave you with a short exercise about self-disclosure. Uh, first of all, uh, think of one thing which is known to everybody, which is known to you, which is known to others, uh, and which isn't really interesting to, to state out. Second of all, I want you to think of something which is not what which is known to you, but is not known to your conversation partners. Uh, and this can be uh, something really small. I advise you to start small, like where you grew up, where you where you live, or where you came from, uh, and think of something which gets you a bit more anxious, like. Uh, the struggles which you're facing, what you find difficult, uh, and with, what you're having trouble with right now. Start experimenting with it and uh, just throw it into your conversation. Start small and uh, go bigger after it. I really want to thank you for your time. Uh, I appreciate your time listening to this podcast. And of course, I hope I have gained some value for this on the topic of self-disclosure. That was it uh, for today. Uh, be sure to uh, give your tips about how to make better, deeper connections in the comments. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe on the website www.yourtraineeprogram.com. And I'm thanking you for listening. Have a nice one. Bye.